This abbreviated episode of Money Talks originally aired Saturday, April 16th, Good morning. What up, fam? You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon, and I'm joined today by... The man, the man from Paulding County, none other than Jarrett McKenzie. That's right. I'm back. Drove yeah. all the way from Paulding County. Oh, yeah. I drove? I thought he rode a mule. <laughs> He's telling me stories. He told me about his new truck. Had, had to put it down. Uh, so yeah, I got a, got a new truck. Got a truck. Yeah, truck. Well, probably the cost of corn got too high. <laughs> yeah. Can't feed the mule exactly. anymore. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how we're doing it because the gas is still so high, too. It's like... Yeah, can't catch a break anywhere these days with this economy. I guess. Uh, Jared's a managing associate at Hensler Financial. He also holds the. Uh, he's a. How are we going to put this? Uh, he's Board a CFP certificate, there you go. and he also holds the CWS, the Certified Wealth Strategist designation. Yeah. Um, Jarrett. Um, Anything going on that we need to know about in the world of financial planning? Uh, there's a lot going on, but nothing specific enough to uh, say concisely here. So yeah. I'll say, almost uh, at the end of tax season, I guess yeah, we're. I was about to say that's really what we're so inundated with right now, just to, you know, all things tax related. Everybody's looking at their finances, and that's uh, bringing up other planning issues and yeah. conversations. So. so by now, if you have not filed your taxes or talked to your CPA, at very least, you need to. File an extension, right? Uh, Monday is the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. so uh, extend, but you're supposed to pay those taxes, yeah, even if you extend the reporting. Part right? Part of what we're we're dealing with right now, yeah. People that are planning to file an extension still need to make a payment, and of course, in order to make the payment, you've got to know at least approximately what the tax liability is going to be for the prior year. So, yeah, uh, still taking some work to to get those numbers in place for people. But sounds like great Ouch. fun. Oh yeah, love this yeah. time of year. All right. Well, we're also joined by Kelly Lynn Scalise. Hello. And, uh, as she is wont to do, Kelly Lynn is going to boss us around I'm a little bit. Tell you what's happening. Well, oh, actually, okay. you're going to tell me what's happening. I saw. You're going to insist on us I, telling yes. you what's happening. It, the story this week is inflation. It is. I mean, uh, go figure. The story. Yeah, this is not a bedtime story. This is more like a nightmare. <laughs> okay, so. Continuous nightmare. Yeah, well, this yeah. week you're going to tell us uh, about CPI and PPI. If you insist. Ugly numbers. We also have, um, we also have some, uh, you know, listener question. I hope we have time to get to that. And it's also Easter weekend mm-hmm. for those who celebrate. And, and of course, we're going to actually take a look back at a case study that uh, Jarrett ha- held uh, for us. Uh, earlier in the year yep yep that's right so we'll do that later in the show all righty well i guess we probably ought to get to it tell me tell me the bad news oh uh, yes ma'am uh let's talk a little about the s p 500 returns first uh over well we'll look at year to date we've lost six and a half percent on the s p 500 although if you were overweight energy you might not be doing as bad it's only up 44.07 percent so far in 2022 
Uh, utilities also positive, up 6.75%, I think, 6.78%. Uh, consumer staples up 2.9%. Everything else is in the down, negative. Down, down. Yeah, we're all red from there. Communication services down 14.4%. Information technology down 13.5%. That growth trade that everybody was loving for the last five decades. Mm-hmm. Maybe it wasn't five decades. We'll just say five years. How about yeah, that? Exactly. Uh, it was about the last decade for sure, though, on, honestly. But the last five years has been really good for those investors that have leaned on growth. Uh, the bloom seems to have uh, kind of come off that rose. Always come to a crashing halt at some point. Yeah, not, not always crashing, but come on, Jerry. A wave crashes. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe not a pool, I guess. I'll give you that. Okay. All right. Um, I'm glad you finished arguing with yourself. Did you win? Yeah, you know, I don't want to get too deep down that rabbit hole with all this news you got to read. Yeah, well, uh, over the last 12 months, uh, the S&P 500 is up 8.66%. That's actually lower than the long-term average. Uh, Still not too shabby considering, you know, the fact that we've lost – uh, 6.5% year-to-date, but uh, energy up <laughs> 74% in the last 12 months. Jarrett, you were just talking about feeding your mule, uh, <laughs> your, your pickup yeah, in this case. Yeah, it's incredible. I some energy holdings, and uh, it's helping me offset some of this cost of the pump. Yeah, you have to think about all of your energy holdings while you're standing there putting that expensive gas into the truck, right? Uh, otherwise, you'd, it's a struggle yeah, to justify. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, real estate is also up 22.95%. That's pretty substantial. Consumer staples up 19.26. Utilities up 19.11. Actually, there's only two sectors that are negative over the last 12 months. It is consum- uh, communication services, which is down 8.29%, as well as consumer discretionaries, which is basically flat, negative 0.22%. Why is communication services doing so poorly? Um. It's not just Disney. It's Disney and Meta Platforms, better say, known as Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, they make a real big portion of that. And Google. I was going to say is Google's a, still yeah, considered is part of it. Services. And Google's faring better than the other two. But uh, all three of those, you know, haven't been doing great mm. lately. Um, if you look just over the last week, market was down 0.94%. So, again, I missed it. How about that? I, I tell you at the end of the show, yeah. hold your ears if you don't want to uh, have it ruined for you. But I always say the market's going to be up. Uh, but I also justify it by telling you, you know, it's up more often than it's not. And that's the reason I do Two-thirds that. Two-thirds of the time. Two-thirds, yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty good odds. <laughs> So far. So, so far, far. So far. Let's, I mean, that's right. We're only full three months, three and a half months into the end of the year. There's a long way to go. Uh, I will tell you, though, that it's easier to predict a 10-year return in the stock market than it is to predict a 12-month. So, um, you know, it's, it's kind of the way it is. Uh, we did have energy continue on its winning way this week, 3.73% higher. Materials up 1.74. Consumer staples up 1.5. And, and uh, industrials barely went into the black at 0.15%. Information technology down 2.69. Communication services, the theme of the week, down also 2.47%. So a um, bit of ugliness. Let's uh, let's talk quickly about 
CPI, Consumer Price Index. Yes. Um, and it was ugly, 8.5%. That's on top of uh, last month. Well, this was March's number. It reported in April. But uh, February's number was 7.9%. So we're still seeing mm. an expansion of that. Um, <clears throat> part, of the, part of the issue that we're seeing is... Um, you know, inventories build, uh, you're seeing PPI that continues higher as well. Right. Uh, in February, I think we had that at 10%. It's now at 11.2%. Uh, if you annualized just the month over month increase mm-hmm. in consumer prices at 1.4%, you wind up with 18.2%. That is ugly. So, you know, uh, there there are those who say that we're probably going to see a peak in the next month or so. Uh, maybe April's number, which will be reported in May, is is considered to be the peak. But usually, PPI will give us the indication, and it didn't peak in March. So, uh, you know, if we see the peak in uh, in producer price index, it's kind of you know a precursor to things um, to come because it's the producer price index. The the cost on goods that are used to create the consumer final goods mm-hmm. that we uh, go out and buy. So, Is this also lead into like why the grocery stores are just so barren? Well, I, it's related, Kelly. Okay. And so uh, just to flesh that out a little bit, um, an, an economist would tell you that you have inflation when you have too much money chasing too few goods so if you think of either piece of that equation the the government handed out lots of money during covid to to uh uh, reset the the economy make sure that it was bolstered against the the lockdowns that were forced on all of us uh just to keep us from having health issues um but it also created uh, created uh, supply issues and the supply issues have not worked out in fact china is still locking down some of their folks and that will Mm -hmm. continue to ripple through uh the economy now i don't know if your cereal that you're looking for comes from china i doubt it is that's Uh, what i'm kind of curious it's like i I didn't think i was getting a lot of imports from china yeah but a lot of that might be grain related it could and be, yes. Ukraine was considered the breadbasket of Europe. And, uh, you know, anytime you have a disruption like we're having there, which, again, is man-made, um, you know, it could uh, it, it's definitely going to have an impact. So, uh, you know, the fact that you don't have stuff on the shelves at your local grocery store. Everything is just picked over like paper, like all the paper goods are picked over. Yeah. It's yeah. just, well, I mean, that's been ongoing. It's, it for a has while, been right? ongoing, yes, but yeah. it's. <sighs> yeah, you thought you were over COVID. I know. You are, but now we have economic repercussions from. Just as COVID. I was like ready to leave the house, now it's still it's still not safe. You ought to get out. Oh, the only thing I'd say <laughs> is you might want to wear a mask outside these days. The pollen's terrible. Oh gosh, I I kind of miss it. It's like, oh uh, no, I'm not wearing this for COVID. I'm wearing this for the pollen. Yeah, a nice yellow mask. Yeah. Oh really? When I started, it was blue. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. All right, Kelly Lynn. All right. And normally coming up next, we would have our movers of the week. But uh, because we're doing kind of an abbreviated show this week, uh, I have a listener question that we're going to tackle. Awesome. All right. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life.
listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon with Jarrett McKenzie and Kelly Lynn Scalise. Hi. Uh, we, uh, we covered inflation in the last segment, and hopefully you survived that. Uh, it's, it's been ugly. It and, is. And, uh, you know, we notice it most at uh, uh, at the pump. But I, mm-hmm. I went through the drive through line at McDonald's this week, which I'm, mm-hmm. you know, frequently do. Sure. Ten bucks. Ouch. Ten bucks for, a you know, just a, a quarter pounder mm-hmm. meal. And that's with the medium. <laughs> I didn't go all the way. Yeah. I mean, wow. I mean, I used to think a sit-down meal, if it cost 10 bucks, that's kind of where I was anchored to. Mm-hmm. It's wow. out of control. It kind of goes back to some of the supply chain issues we were talking about as well. True. Unlike in the early 80s, this is much worse than just the inflation, which is already there. It's the supply chain on yeah. top of the supply chain problems, I should yeah. say. On top of all that, it's just, yeah, it's driving up prices. No Ooh. doubt. Yeah, well, the retailers aren't only thinking of that kelly lynn what are we going to talk next i've got a question this is and this is kind of hits home you know hits home for i think a lot of us uh hillary from kennesaw writes um what do y'all think of the buy now pay later options it seems that so many websites from big names like william sonoma and walmart to the small independent online sellers have all these options like affirm afterpay klarna quad pay is, uh, is this a good idea for consumers, or, and are any of these companies worthy of an investment? Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, I think probably first piece is, is it good for consumers? Um, it gives them more credit, and quite often it doesn't get reported unless they're late. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously yeah. it's, it's not a boon for those who uh, struggle with being disciplined with their spending so exactly uh, you know it, it opens up a, a new avenue um you know new abilities to uh run up a little more debt on yourself yeah. and uh, retail type debt, i mean and i just think personal like, like, finance do i debt? need more monthly payments yeah i, right. I yeah, mean do generally you? <laughs> anything that's buy now pay later stuff is, is very similar to credit cards obviously which yeah. can get a lot of people in trouble you know i mean absolutely well, for people that can use those kind of things responsibly whether it's credit cards or some of these buy now pay later apps you know it, it really just comes down to how responsible can you be and, and diligent can you be of, of managing that credit line right because that's essentially what what all that is yeah and if you can do that it is a great way as troy mentioned to build credit uh, you know, I, I came up with my parents, it was, it was always a, you save for this until you got what you need, then you go buy it. You right. Know, you stay away from credit and all that stuff. And that wasn't bad advice, but I did find over time that, hey, down the road, I, I had maybe a good credit score, but I didn't have much credit at all. So yeah. basically, mm-hmm. like, I didn't have a good credit score. And I would say that if you, if you want to use this to build your credit, uh, it can be very helpful in that way. And it's also very convenient and helpful if... Uh, you're not trying to build credit. You just want to do kind of like what you mentioned, kind of yeah. you use some of this. And, you know, if you're paying it back responsibly, it's great. I, I use credit cards every day. I'm paying them off. And, and if you can do that each month, then it's a it's a really good option. But mm-hmm. it can get you into trouble very easily because the buy now, pay later stuff in any regard is always going to come with that risk. So Yeah. 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 Makes so, it a little tough. But as far as an investment, let's yeah. talk about that a little bit. Klarna and QuadPay are not available. Uh, all of these companies actually approach this mm-hmm. uh, in different ways. We'll talk a little about a firm. Uh, they actually do run a soft credit check and uh, wind up setting an APR. So you do get charged um, yes. for that. Uh, they they run you know the credit and then determine how much you should pay on your uh, on your payments. Um, 
They had over 11,500 merchant partners across uh, fashion, dentistry, <laughs> dentistry, a big deal there, uh, <laughs> electronics, auto travel, and other industries. Uh, APRs range from zero to 30%. Ouch. Yes, ouch. Uh, so it really hasn't r- risen to the to the level of, I would say, a great investment. Yeah. Uh, the other one, Afterpay, it was purchased uh, by Square recently, which has a ticker symbol SQ. I think they've changed their name recently, though, to Block. They now have a third dimension. Yeah, they did. But uh, anyway, the the company is, has been uh, getting kicked around pretty bad with losses. The way it works, you pay a fourth of your uh, total purchase mm-hmm. at the register and then, you know, three more equal payments uh, over over the next six weeks. Is I this the one that doesn't cause charge Do interest? Do not charge interest. Okay. They don't charge interest. They charge late fees. If, you, if you're late, they get you. Ah. Yeah. I don't think either one of those are reasonable investments at the moment. Okay. All right. All right. So coming up next, we're going to air a repeat of one of our best case studies from January, repairing your retirement funds after a divorce. We'd like to wish everyone who celebrates a very happy Easter, and we will see you next week. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.